Alright. Great. Breeze, you ready? Maybe... Alright, I think that's right. Maybe come stand right here, get in the frame a little better. Yeah, that's good. That's very good, Breeze. Okay, you ready? Should we get started? Alright. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Nun Dalit of Masech Erevin, Daf 54. I have a special guest for everybody today on Babylon Talmud. Um, guest, who are you? Brielle. Brielle? Wow, oh, Brielle what? Brielle Raps? Oh, how do you know me? Because you're my uncle. I'm your uncle? Wow. I must be so lucky. <laughs> Alright, is there anything you want to tell everybody? No. That's the best. Nice, short, and sweet. That's very good. Alright. Chevra, we got a daf of Gemara to learn. Breeze, thanks so much. You were amazing. I would give you a high five, but it's Corona. I'll see you in a little bit. Bye. Peace. That was my niece. <laughs> Alright, Chevra. Dafnun Gimbal of Masechta Ervin. Um... Okay, yeah, uh, it's some more just like really awesome agata. What do you want me to tell you? There's a bunch of agatas about making sure that when you learn, you like say stuff with your mouth and not just like read it. And yeah, just like a lot of that kind of awesome. Oh, yeah, and oh, oh, unbelievable gemara. I'm not even just gonna. I'm, I think we should just get into it. It's just great gemara. So four lines from the bottom of Nun Gimel Amud base. Rabbi Glili avakazul beorcha. So Rabbi Glili was traveling on the way. Ashkecha Ashkecha and then uh, he found Bruria, Rabbi Meir's wife, Bruria. Amrla, and he said to her, Which way should we take to get to the city of Lod? Amrla, and she said to Yosef Glili, Glili Shota, you foolish Galilean. Didn't the Chachamim say after all, after all, that you shouldn't speak too much with a woman? You should have just said, i.e., not, right? Or, you could have said it in half as many words, and by doing so, I've spoken less with a woman. So, um, therefore, you're a foolish Galilean, you. Alright? Now, Bruria, once again, he found this. Uh, she found this student, uh, and he was studying quietly. Well, that sounds nice. Well, apparently not. But and she got very upset at this fellow. and she said to him, Kasov, isn't it written that it is uh, uh, organized? It is ordered and preserved if it is um, organized and ordered in the two, your 248 uh, limbs so then it will be preserved and if not it will not be preserved meaning it has to be davka um, like spoken right the assumption is that being organized is being spoken and interesting we have later on a pasuk that says um, that you should sort of prepare it together on your lips so maybe like that's how we learn out that or like organizing it is compared is, is part of like saying it because it's like hachana from from um, like maybe but anyways that's the idea she got very upset at this fellow because he was not speaking 
the words of Torah, and therefore it will it will be forgotten. Tana, Talmud Echad Ha'ilu Rabbi Eliezer. Now there is a gear that says Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov. I don't know. What do you guys say? Should we say Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov or or not? I don't know. Why not? Let's say it. And there was a certain student Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov Shayeshona Belachash that he would learn quietly. Then after three years, he forgot everything. Because he studied quietly. you got to study loudly. Alright. Tana, who was taught. There was a certain student of Rabbi Eliezer, Ben Yaakov, also. That he had to get burnt. I don't know, I guess he did something terrible that we had to burn him. Yikes. They said, Leave him alone. Because... He um, learned with a very great person, i.e. Rabbi Yehuda ben Yaakov. Okay, okay. Armele Shmuel Rabbi Yehuda. Shmuel said to Rabbi Yehuda, Shinana, sharp one. Psach pumech kri, psach pumech tni. Open up your mouth when you, I assume that's referring to like study psukim of Tanakh. Open up your mouth when you study um, Mishnayis and Torah Shabbat Peh. Ki echid etiskayim bich v'sorich chayeh. So that you, so that the Torah will be miskayim in you, that you will remember it, it will stay with you, and you will have a long life. Shneimar, as the pasuk says, that the Torah is life for those who find it, and for all of his flesh, it is healing. Don't just say uh, those who find it, but rather those who enunciate the words of Torah with their mouths. Shmuel said to Avuda, sharp one, Chatov ve'echol, Chatov ve'ishti, Da'amad azlinan minei, Ki ilula dami. You hear that, Chavra? Shmuel said to Avuda, he said, sharp one, Chatov ve'echol, just chop around and eat. If you have some food, spend it on some food. Chatov ve'ishti, if you have access to drinks, drink up. Da'amad azlinan minei, because this world that we are going from, Ki ilula dami, it's like a wedding. I.e., you know, there's lots of anticipation up to the wedding. And just like that, a few hours later, it's over. So the same thing with this world. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. You know, at least our role in it, at least in the in in the physical sense, will be done soon enough. And therefore, um, just chaperine as you can, as you uh, if you're when uh, when you're able. my son, If you have it, spend it. If you have it, use it. Right? If you got money, don't save it up. Spend it. She'ein b'sho'ol ta'anug. Because in the grave, there is no pleasures. Ve'ein lamavis. Ve'ein lamavis is mamea. And death is not waiting. Ve'im tomer aniach levanai chok. And if you say, yeah, but if I save it, I can at least leave Epis for my uh, children. B'sho'ol miyagidlach. B'nei ha'odo. Be'ezeo. Who's going to tell you when you're in the grave if anybody's even spending it, right, properly? Like, you're, you're going to want to save up all your money so you can give it to your children. Who knows? Maybe they'll just blow it in a day anyways and it'll be pointless anyways. Nobody's giving you updates in, in, when you're in your grave. Humans are like grass. Some of them are very prosperous and some of them are not. Amr Bishur ben Levi, oh, says Bishur ben Levi, Hamahalich Baderach, somebody who's traveling, Vein Imo Levia, and he doesn't have an escort with him. Yasog Batorah, so he should study Torah. Very nice. Shemar, as the puzzle says, Kilevias Chain Hem, because they are, they are, the Torah is an escort of uh, grace. 
Chosh Birosho Chavit is a famous Gemara Chavit. Chosh Birosho Yasuk Batora. If you have a headache, don't take Tylenol Chavit. Don't take Advil either. Study a Sugi of Gemara. Shinemar, the puzzle says, Kilivias Chain, aim the Roshecha. Because they are an escort of grace for your head. Chosh Bigrono. If your throat is bothering you, Yasuk Batora. Well, then study Torah. Shinemar, Vanokam Megag Rosecha, that it's a necklace for your throat. Chosh bimeyov yasuk b'Torah. If you have a tummy ache, study Torah. Shnemar the puzzle says rifus hilisharecha that it is healing for your belly button, for your navel, for your kishkis. Chosh batzmosav somebody whose bones are hurting him. Yasuk b'Torah. You should study the holy Torah. Shnemar the puzzle says vishikui laatzmosecha that it gives like um, uh, vitality, uh, like. Um, um, What's the word? Uh, I don't know. Chveisnish. But it is do with like moist, like giving water and, and life to your bones. Chaj gufo. Somebody whose whole body is aching him. Yasuk b'Torah. You should study Torah. Shenamar as the Pasuk says, Luchol b'Sarah marpe. And it is healing for all of his flesh. Wow. Gishmak. Om Rav Yudah B'Bchia. Says Rav Yudah B'Bchia, Bo Reish, Lokmidas HaKadosh Baruch, Midas Basar Vadam. Come and see that the ways of God are not like the ways of flesh and blood. The way of man is that you have a medicine, right? Reuven gives Shimon a medicine. Maybe Shmuel gives a medicine to somebody. Shmuel, of course, was a doctor. So while it might be good for one thing, it's going to have other side effects that it's not good for, right? It might be good to heal your headache, but it might, uh, who knows, uh, I don't know. Do other things that are unpleasant. But the Ebeshter is not like that. Nosan Torah the Israel, God gave the Torah to Israel, Samchaim l'chol gufo, and it, and it is, um, unanim, unanimously for everybody, it is a, um, elixir of life for all of his body. Shinemar l'chol besara marpe, um, and, right, that it is a healing for all of his flesh. Omer bi'ami, says, bi'ami ma'dichsev, what does the Pasuk mean? Kinoim kisishmen bivitnecha, that it is pleasant when you guard them in your kishkis, yikonu yachlov asfasecha, and prepare it together on your lips. A mosah divetor imim. When are the words of Torah pleasant? Bizman shetishmim bivitnecha. When you guard them in your kishkis. Veimosah tishmim bivitnecha. When do you guard them in your kishkis? When do you remember them? Bizman shikonu yachlov asfasecha. When you say them verbally. When you say it with your mouth. Rabzera Omar says Rabzera Mehocha that it comes from the following pasuk Simcha Leish B'mayna Piv V'davar Beito Ma Tov that it is the uh, happiness of a person with that which comes out of his mouth and things at its right time are good. What does this mean? Emasa Simcha Leish. When is it uh, happiness for a person? B'zman Shemayna B'piv at a time when he's able Shemayna B'piv. So Rashi says that it means. So I assume that like the simple explanation is like when he learns Torah with his with his mouth, I guess, and like by saying the words, I guess. Or maybe it's all kind of together, which is, so Rashi says, right, that um, when he's able to, well, let's just go on for a second. Lashon Acher, those who say, when does a person have happiness with that which comes out of his mouth? That when he's able to, davar bi'ito is like learning davar alacha about the, the, the festivals that are coming up. Um, at that proper time. So when he's able to like answer halacha about particular festivals, so that is um, happiness for him. What does Rashi say? Rashi says, So he says, When he knows how to say the halachas of, 
of, of the festival at its proper, fe- at its proper time. Dover Acher, another interpretation says Rashi, a mosse simchale ish, a mosse adam sameach betamudo, when is a person happy in his learning, bizman sheishlo maine, when he has something to answer, kshisholin mimenud varlacha, when they can, um, ask him something and he can give the answer. Okay, so I don't know if that's necessarily directly, uh, compare, you know, connected to like, speaking the stuff is learning i mean rashi doesn't say it explicitly but it could be that it's connected to like well you'll be able to under to remember your learning if you're saying it and then if you remember it then you'll be able to respond to people when they ask you and that will be happiness for you rabbi yitzchak amar says rabbi yitzchak mehacha from here kikaru velecha adavar that it's a puzzle in veschanan i think and it says that this thing that the words of torah are very close to you me'od beficha uvulvavcha in your mouth and in your heart la asoso to do it emosikar velecha when is it close to you at the time that is in your mouth and it is in your heart to do it? Rav says from here, that I gave him all of the desires of his heart and the words of his lips I did not hold, ba- um, uh, I did not hold back from you. Fine. He must say Taivas Libo Nasatlo, when do you give him the desires of his heart? Right? When you have not let from him the, 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 the words of his mouth. I guess that uh, he's able to speak the words of Torah, so then he will also get everything that he desires. Okay, that sounds nice. Rava Rami, Rava asks the question. Ksiv, on the one end it says, Taivas Libo Nasatlo. On the one end it says that you've given him everything that he desired. I mean, you didn't even have to ask for it, you just gave it to him. But another puzzle says, that that which he spoke, that which he asked for, that he prayed for, you didn't hold back from him. Meaning, um, so, so the, the first half of the puzzle says, like, God is going to give him everything that he wants even before he asks for it. The second part of the second of the puzzle says, he's going to ask for things and then get them, but that's not quite on the level of even getting things without having to ask for them. So, Taivas Libo Nasatalo. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Zacha tavis libo nasatelo. If he um, merits, so then he'll be able to get the desires of his heart even before he asks for them. Lo zacha. If he doesn't merit, vareshes svasa bamanata sela. Well, then he'll have to ask for it, but nonetheless, um, he will receive it. Tanit verabilias ben Yaakov was learned. It was taught in the base message for Abilias ben Yaakov. Komakom shenema netzach sela vaed. Any place where it says netzach sela vaed, lo lo hefsek olamis. It will never stop. If it says Netzach Selavaed, so that means Mamish forever. Netzach, Dixiv, as the Pasuk says, Kilolo Olam Ariv, that I will not, um, fight forever. Flola Netzach Ektov, I will not be angry forever. Sela, okay, Zel. Uh, so we see that, um, it says Lanetzach, right? Kilolo Olam Ariv, Lanetzach Ektov. So we see that Netzach is compared to the Olam, so it means forever. Sela, how do you know that Sela means forever? Dixiv, as it says, Kaisha Shamainu, just like we heard that the Geula was going to come, Kainra Inu Bi'er Hashem, we Mamish saw this happen in the city of God, Bi'er Hashem Tzvakos Bi'er Lokeinu, in the city of our God, Elokim Yichonenea Ad Olam Sela, and God will um, uh, establish it forever. Va'ed, how do we know that Va'ed is also Le'olam, Tichsev Hashem Yimloch Le'olam Va'ed, that God will um, um, reign forever. Amr Rebeliezer ben Yaakov says Rebeliezer, no, Amr Belazer. It says Rebeliezer, but the gears are changed to Rebeliezer. What does the Pasuk mean? That the Torah is like a necklace around your uh, neck, around your throat. 
If a person makes himself like a necklace, what does it mean that he makes himself like a necklace? Sheraf alatzavar, that it is soft on the neck. So therefore, a person should also be easygoing and chilled out. Venira ve'enonira. Now also, a, a necklace is seen and not seen, especially if you have a beard. So basically, the point is that usually it is not seen, but sometimes if you lift up your 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 your, your chin, so then you can see the um, necklace. So also like this, this is a person, you know, he goes out when he needs to to buy stuff, but he's not out partying. He's home focused and he's learning and he's reviewing his learning. Uh, so then in that case, Tamudam is kind biyado. So that is how he's going to become a big Tamil Chacham if he really puts in the hours and invests, um, you know, and, and, and tries to focus as much as he can. And if not, well, then he will not uh, be able to remember all of his learning or his learning will not stay with him. Vamar Rebbe Elazar says, Rebbe Elazar, what does the Pasuk mean? L'chayav karuga sabosem, that his jaws are like a um, furrow of, of fragrant stuff. Emesim adam atzmo karuga zo, if a person makes himself like this furrow, shakol doshinba, that everyone kind of steps on it, right, that he's not so mocked on his own like honor and stuff. Uchbosem zet, shakol basminba, and he's like this um, um, fragrance that everybody and partakes of the fragrance, i.e. he's able to um, uh, share his teaching and share his learning and teach. So, Tamudu Muskayim, well then his um, learning will last. Ve'imlav, and if not, um, well then in Tamudu Muskayim. If he doesn't make himself like a Aruga uh, Sabosem, so then his, uh, his studies will not last. Ba'amra Ablazer says, Ablazer, what does the Pasuk mean? Luchos Evan. That um, the the that the tablets were of stone. Im adam mesim atzmo. No, im adam mesim es l'chayav keevan. If a person makes his jaws like stone, she'ena nimches. Just like stone doesn't you, you know is very hard and 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 uh, sturdy and resilient. Well, also if a person just like is very steadfast in his learning and he's speaking Torah and his jaws are just resilient and can keep on going, well then Tamudu Muskayim Biyado, well then he will remember his learning Vimlav. But if not, if he slacks off, well then ain't Tamudu Muskayim Biyado, well then his learning will not um, stay with him. Vamar Belazer Madiksiv, Charus Alaluchos. Oh, what does it mean that the word of God was etched into the tablets? So if the luchos um, if the first tablets were not broken, i.e., if they remained intact, well then Torah would not have, uh, be forgotten from Israel. Remember the Gemara and Kuflam and Ches of the Shabbos that Reb Shimon right right that Rav says that a seidin Torah should destakach from Israel, and then they talked about the rabbis entered into Karen Biyavne, they were discussing it, and Reb Shimon gets up and he says Chaz v'shalom shalot destakach Torah Israel right. And uh, he says, Shalo, right, Kiloti Shachach mi Pizarro. And I quoted Isaac Lebwal. Uh, I asked him to help me out to understand the Lukuti Maran, and I, I still don't look it up. And I also still have an from Isaac Lebwal. No, Isaac. Ravacha by Yaakov, Amr says, Ravacha by Yaakov. Av ain kol uma velashon sholet is bayed. So also, um, if, um, if, um, if the um, if the first luchos would not have been uh, destroyed, so then we uh, no no nation would have been able to override us. Shenamai the pasuk says charus ala luchos al tikre charus elacherus. Don't read that uh, it as being etched into the luchos, but rather freedom. 
in the Luchos, that these Luchos would have been the key to freedom, but they were destroyed. So we lost that freedom, and that's why nations are able to overcome us. Amr of Masna says, of Masna what does the Pasuk mean? Umi Midbar Matana, that, and from the desert, a gift. If a person makes himself like a desert, that everyone tramples on it and steps on it, i.e., he's pretty chilled out and not so mocked on his own, like, honor. So then his learning will last. If not, then his learning will not last. So unfortunately, there was some beef between Rav Abed Rav Yosef Bar Chama and Rav Yosef. Unfortunately, I guess they had some friction over there. When it was Erev Yom Kippur, Omar, he said, let me go and appease um, Rav Yosef. So he went and he found the attendant of Rav Yosef. That he was pouring a glass of wine for Rav Yosef and he was mixing it with water to prepare it for him to drink. Omar lay, so... Um, Rava Bray Rav Yosef Barchama said to this attendant, Havli let me pour for Rav Yosef. Ona Yoavle. Um I'm sorry. Havli Ve Ona and I will um um you know pour and mix for Rav Yosef. Yoavle, so the attendant gave it to uh Rava Braid Rav Yosef Barchama. Mozge Kidetaime and he mixed it perfectly for Rav Yosef, just as Rav Yosef likes it. Omar Rav Yosef said, Domihai Miziga. Wow, I know exactly who poured my wine for me because, of course, Rav Yosef was blind. So, so, um, um, so, so he couldn't see who was there, but just by the taste, because apparently Rav Abed Rav Yosef, Barchama had spent much time with Rav Yosef, serving Rav Yosef, and so Rav Yosef knew exactly who had mixed his wine for him. Um, so, so, Amalei Onahu, and Rav Abed Rav Yosef Barchama says, Yep, exactly, I am him. Interesting. There's like parallels here between like this story, I feel like, and also the story with Yaakov and uh, Yitzchak and Esav when he went in to get the brachis, right? I mean, right? He went and he poured it, right? Rav Yosef was blind, Yitzchak was blind, right? Yitzchok was expecting Esav to come, but he couldn't see. Uh, Rav Yosef was expecting his servant to be pouring, right? And then he kind of pours it, and he's like, hmm, this seems like Rav Abed Rav Yosef Bar Chama, or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's me. I don't know, just like he says, you know, is, is this Esav? And he says, yeah, it's me. Anyways. Ome lo akarich ad mefarashas li hanikrai. And then Rav Yosef says, hey, Rava Bray, the Rav Yosef Bachama, don't go anywhere until you explain to me these psukim. Maidiksev, what does the Pasuk say? What does it mean? Umi midbar matana, and from the midbar to matana, umi matana, nachlial, umi nachlial, bamos, umi bamos hagai. Right? It's a Pasuk in, uh, where is it? Bamidbar. All these places that they didn't travel. Amrle. So, right, so basically the Pasuk says we went, they went from this place to the next place to the next place. So, Rava Bray, the Rav Yosef Bar Acha, explained the Pasuk in the following way. If a person makes himself like a desert, that everyone just kind of steps on it, well, then the Torah has been given, it, has been given to him like a, as a gift. And once the Torah has been given to him as a gift, well, well then his inheritance is God. The Pasuk says, that from the gift, 
comes Nachliel, which is the inheritance of God. And once this inheritance is, is God, well, then he'll be great. The Pesach says, that from Nachliel, this great, this great platform, but if he gets haughty, HaKadosh Baruch Mashpilo, then the Ebeshter is going to throw him down from his high place. Shenemar umibamos Hagai, that from the high place, the valley, Vim but if this person does tshuva, uh, after being haughty, so HaKadosh Baruch Magbio, the Ebeshter then brings him back up. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, Kogei Yinase, that any valley will be lifted up. Amr Funa said, Rav Funa, what does the Pesach say? Chayoscha Yashvuba, your Wild animals will dwell in it. Tochin b'tovascha le'ani alukim. God, um, you will prepare in your goodness to a poor person. Him other mesim atzmo kechayazo. If a person makes himself like a wild animal, shato arrests vochel. It's just like a wild animal, you know, tramples and eats. So also this person studies Torah and then immediately reviews it. Vigadamishem asrachas vocheles. To those who say that uh, he makes himself like, um, um, sort of makes himself, like, doesn't care about his own personal needs so much because he's more, uh, cares more about the Torah, Tamudo Muskaim Biyado, so then his learning will be Muskaim in his hands, Vim Lav, and if not, Ain Tamudo Muskaim Biyado, then his learning won't last. Vim Osekin, if he does this, HaKadosh Baruch Oselo Suda Be'atzmo, and if a person, you know, sort of is extremely committed to studying Torah, well then God makes a feast you know, himself prepares a feast for this fellow. That God, you prepare in your goodness for a uh, poor person. What's the puzzle that says, that a person who guards a fig will eat its fruit? How come the words of Torah are compared to a fig tree? Just like a fig tree, when it's fig season, they don't all just grow at once. Rather, you know, you'll get a fig here, a fig there. Um, you know, every time you go out, you can find another fig. So, also the words of Torah, every time a person goes to study Torah, he finds in them flavor. All right. Says of Shmuel ben Achmani, my dixiv. What does the pasuk mean? Ayeles ahovim v'yalas chayin v'gomer. That um, the Torah is like a, um, well, like a gazelle, a lovely gazelle, and gives grace. How come? I think maybe it's a gazelle. I think they said in the arts were like hind or something. What's a hind? Is that a gazelle? Maybe. An ayeles. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? Lama nimshu divitar la ayeles. How come divitar compared to this ayeles, lomer lach tesediu ma'ayeles ma'ayala rachma, or maybe what's a ayala? A gazelle, I feel like. Why not? Ma'ayala rachma tsar v'chaviva boala kosha v'sha kosha rishona. Just like this gazelle, it has a very um, uh, narrow womb, and it is as beloved upon uh, her mate like, every single time as if it was the first time. So after v'tora chavivin alomdein kosha v'sha kosha rishona. That also Divrei Torah are so beloved on those who study them, study Divrei Torah every minute, like it's like the first minute you ever study Divrei Torah. How do you guys, right, what, you guys connect to that? Erevin. Every time you learn Erevin. Is it like the first words of Torah you ever learn? You love it so much? Yep, you do. V'yalaschen, and it raises uh, grace. Shemaylaschen alomdeh. That it gives uh, grace to those who study it. Tadea Yiravucha. Did I read that right? 
Yeah, I did. Its breast will give you, I guess, milk or what to drink at at at, at every time. How come the words of Torah are compared to a breast? Well, just like this breast, every time this baby comes to suckle, there is milk available. Also, every single time a person goes to study Torah, he finds beautiful flavor. Okay? And you will be crazy in love of Torah. Like the Amora Rebelazar. Who is Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas? Amu Olav. They said about Al Rabbi Lazar. They said about Rabbi Lazar. Shayyoshiv va'osik b'Torah b'Shuk Atachlon Shel Tzipori that he would sit and study Torah in the um, lower market of Tzipori. Musdino Muto b'Shuk Elyon Shel Tzipori, and he was so in a different world because he was involved in Torah that his um, like turban, his, his his scarf would be in the upper market of Tzipori. Like it was in a completely different location. He didn't even realize that he's like missing his scarf because he was just. So engrossed in the Holy Torah. One time a person went to take this scarf. I guess he saw the scarf. Maybe he wanted to return it, whatever it was. But he went and he checked the scarf. And there was Mamasha Pasha, a serpent guarding Rabbi Lazar's scarf. They taught in the Bismedjitra of Anon. What does the Pasuk mean? Some these people who ride these Tzchoros donkeys. Yoshvel Medin, they sit on the. I don't. I didn't find the definition of Medin actually. And those who walk on their paths shall speak. Okay, what does this mean? Rochve Asonos. What are these donkeys? What are these people who ride these donkeys? Elu This is a reference to Torah scholars. That they walk from city to city and from state to state. Lomo Torah to study Torah. That they make the Torah like. The afternoon that is so bright and radiant. What does it mean they sit on these uh, midin? So it means that they judge judgments that are truthful. That those who walk is a reference to speaking, uh, to talk, to learning Tanakh. Those who, um, uh, so Alderech is a ref- reference to Mishnayis, and Sichu is a reference to, to, to Talmud, right? Speaking and asking questions about, uh, um, Mishnayis and stuff like we do. Shekol Sichas and Torah, that all of their words were always, um, the words of Torah. Fine. Amr of Shezvi Mishumar Belazub and Azariah. Okay, it says of Shezvi in the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Okay. What does it mean that a, 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 a trickster, he will not be able to char his um, uh, catch, that which he hunts? That a tricky hunter, a sneaky hunter, Will not live and will not have long days. That is what Reb Shezvi said. The name of Reb Lozav ben Azari. Reb Sheishes Amar says Reb Sheishes Imtzayid Aramoi Yachroch. Hitaka says the opposite. He says, look, if a Ramoi is um, is 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 cunning, then he will be able to Hitaka will be able to um, char his um, like catch. Go weiter, and it's explained by Reb Dimi. 
It's like a trapper who traps um, birds. If as he traps them, he breaks their wings, that they can't fly away. Yoiks. Uh, well then, he'll have them for later. If he doesn't break the wings, well then, he's not going to have it. And, and the nimshal over here is that if somebody studies Torah and then immediately uh, reviews it, so then he will be able to, um, it will be preserved. Amr Rabba, Amr Rav Schora, Amr Rav Huna, Maidichsev, what does the Pasuk mean? Hon me hevel yimat, this is interesting, Mekovetz al yad yarbe, im ose adam tarasu chavilos chavilos mismait, so what does it mean? Hon me hevel yimat, hevel is like chavilos, yimat, so if a person makes his, his Torah study into bundles and bundles, i.e. he just learns a lot, a lot, a lot, and he doesn't take a second to review it, well then he's going to forget it, vim lav, and if not, kovetz al yad yarbe, but if he does the opposite, if he learns little, little at a time, well then, uh, in the end, um, he will accumulate a lot of Torah. Amar Rabbah says, Rabbah, Yadei Rabbanon lo'amilsa ve'avrei Allah. Oh. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't get that the first time. Oh, is that what it means? So says Rabbah, Yadei Rabbanon lo'amilsa, the rabbis know this, ve'avrei Allah, and they don't necessarily listen to it. Ah, interesting. I guess that's what it means. And they don't necessarily listen to it. I.e., nonetheless, they like accumulate lots and lots of Torah and don't necessarily go slowly. Amr of Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, "Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Ana Avid Ta'vikayim Biyadai." Look, he said, "Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, look, I did that. I took the slow and steady route, and uh, it worked out for me." Okay. Chaver, this next part of the Gemara is unbelievable. Um, I would say it's somewhat famous. Maybe some of you have heard this. Um, it talks about the transmission of the Torah from God to the Bnei Israel, And the way I'm kind of understanding it is that it was on a halacha talacha basis. So like it's basically saying, basically how did we get Torah Shabbat Peh? Where did it come from? Where did Torah Shabbat Peh come from? Like okay, Torah Shabbat Peh, I get it. It was like written down somewhere. Right, we got the tablets. I guess later on, like at the end of the Torah, I guess it was written down. Where did this Torah Shabbat Peh come from? This like oral Torah. How did we get it? It came from God. How was it transmitted? How did like, you know, how, how was it transmitted over time? So listen to this. Tana Rabbanu, the rabbis talk. Ketzat say their Mishnah. How did they transmit the Torah Shabbat Peh? So Moshe Laman Rupiyakvura. So the way I understand it is like this. That basically Moshe would learn something from God. So now Moshe was the only one who knew this halacha. Nichnas Aharon. And then Aaron would come in. Vishanalo Moshe Pirko. And Moshe would teach this halacha to Aaron. Okay, so now him and Aaron knew. Nistalik Aaron Vyashav Lismo Moshe. And then Aaron would go and sit at Moshe's left. And then Aaron's two children, Elazar and Isamar, would come in. And then Moshe would teach them what he learned. Okay. And then, right, Elazar, Yashav, Limin, Moshe. So then, Elazar, right, Aaron's son, Elazar would sit to Moshe's right. And Isamar would sit to Aaron's uh, left. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says, Rabbi Yehuda, um, uh, Rebuta says actually what would happen was right meaning it wouldn't be covered for Moshe to be sitting there and Aaron at Moshe's right you know because even though Aaron was the older brother Moshe was the greater brother and therefore um, it would make sense you know for a, a, a teacher and a student for the student to sit on the teacher's left um, so therefore after Moshe taught Aaron uh, Aaron went and sat at Moshe's left, and then his children came in, and he taught the children. So now the Tanakhama says, then, once Aaron was already sitting, so then he would just stay sitting, and Elazar would sit to Moshe's right, and Isamar would sit to Moshe's left, and would sit to Aaron's left. Now, Rabbi Yehuda says, actually what would happen is, 
after Moshe taught to Aaron, Aaron would sit at Moshe's left. But then after Moshe taught it to his two sons, so instead of you know Aaron's son sitting at Moshe's right and Aaron sitting at Moshe's left, um, rather at that point, Aaron would get up and sit to Moshe's right and, El- and Elazar would sit to uh, Moshe's left. And that way, you know, once already uh, Moshe, there's somebody on either side of Moshe, well, at that point, um, the greater person should be at Moshe's right. So Aaron would get up and then sit down at Moshe's right. Okay. So after Moshe had already taught the Salacha to Aaron and to his two children, so then um, the elders would come in. And Moshe then taught to the elders. And then after uh, Moshe taught the elders, they would, I guess, go and find places to sit. And then the rest of the... Um, and, then, uh, and then Moshe would teach to the rest of the nation. So Nimsa Biad Aharin Arba. So at in the end, what happened? Aaron learned the halacha four times, right? Because Moshe taught it to him. Then he sat there while he taught it to Elazar in his summer, and then to the Zikanim, and then to all of Israel. Arba. Uh, okay, fine. Biad of Shlosha. At that point, his children had heard it three times. Uviad Zikanim Shnaim. At that point, the, the elders had heard it twice. Uviad Kolaam Echod. And the nation had heard it once. Okay. Nistalik Moshe. So then Moshe would kind of go off and do other important things. And then Aaron taught everybody else the learning that he had already learned four times. So Nistalik Aharon. And then Aaron would go off and do something else. And then his, uh, his children would teach the learning to uh, the Zakanim and to all of Israel. Nistalku Bonov. And then the children, Aaron's children, would go off and do something else. Shanulan Zikanim Pirkan. And then the elders would teach the um, Bnei Israel um, this this halacha. Nimtzabiyada Kol Arba'a. So we see that everybody by the end of this, everybody had learned the halachas um, four times. Mikan Amr Rabbi Eliezer, and from here Rabbi Eliezer said, Chayv Adam Lishanus Tamido Arba'a Peamim that a person needs to teach to his student four times. The Kavachomer, because we make a Kavachomer, Ma'aharin Shalom and Moshe, Umoshim and Piagvura, that Aaron, who learned from Moshe, and Moshe had learned the Allah directly from God, Kach, yet he still had to learn it four times until it was considered that he knew it. Hediot, Mipihediot, Alachas, Kama, Vachama, well then certainly, uh, a Nudnik learning from another Nudnik, um, they would have to learn four times in order to, um, understand it. How do we know that a person needs to teach a student until the te- until the student learns it, until he gets it? Shneimar, the puzzle says, "Vlamdo es bnei Yisrael." Right, that it says, write down the puzzle says, write down this song and teach bnei Yisrael. And we know, right? I mean, Rabbi Akiva was like the ultimate teacher. It seems, you know, like we see this this teaching that you know Rabbi Akiva is saying. How do you know that you have to teach until your student understands it? We also saw on Dafyud Gimel when there was a student who came in and clearly said the incorrect halacha, and he nonetheless said that the halacha is like the student, just so that uh, the other students would would not feel uncomfortable uh, um, suggesting uh, uh, halachas and making suggestions. He wanted to encourage them to learn and do things in order to learn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and and we see that like. You know, so many of the Tanaim were students of Rabbi Akiva, right? Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Shimon, uh, Rabbi Yossi, the, 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 Rabbi Nechemia, Rabbi Lazar, they were all students of Rabbi Akiva. You know, it's, it feels, you know, it seems like he was like the ultimate teacher. And of course, he started learning at 40 years old, you know, so he understands what, what, what it's like to, to have a lot to learn and to require a great teacher.
How do we know that the learning has to be organized in their mouths? You have to place it in their mouths. Um, okay, and I guess that they should speak it also, maybe. And how do you know that you have to explain it very well? That these are the uh, laws that you will place before them. Now the Gemara goes back to ask about the transmission of the oral Torah, how, um, you know, everybody, basically Moshe would teach Aaron, then he would teach, and then the children would come in, and there was like this whole, you know, step-by-step process. Why does the Moshe just teach everybody at once? So, well, because he wanted to give kavod to each, each, each group individually. He wanted to give kavod to Aharon that he was the first to hear. And then to Elazar and Isamar, so that they were the second to hear, etc. Why didn't they just do it like this? Moshe would learn from God. Aaron would come in, he would teach Aaron four times, because after all, everyone has to learn four times. Then Aaron would teach to his kids four times. They would then teach to the Zikanim four times. The Zikanim would then would teach to everybody else four times. So Gemara answers, Kevin de Moshe mi gamar Well, since Moshe learned this from God, well, he knew it really well. You know, I, I understand it almost like, kind of like broken telephone. You know, imagine if Moshe was telling Aaron, Aaron was telling his kids, his kids were telling the Zikanim, the Zikanim were telling the Bnei Israel. Why do I have a feeling that the right, right, that the that, right, that the the version that the Bnei Yisrael were hearing was not the same version that Aaron was hearing from Moshe? So therefore, they would all have you know be hearing the same things, right? Moshe would say to Aaron, Moshe would then say to Aaron and his children, and then in addition to them also the Zikanim, and then in addition to them also the Bnei Yisrael. So everybody was hearing from Moshe from the source at least one time. Omer, Ma, we said earlier. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says Rabbi Yehuda, Olam Aharon Limin Moshe Choser. That what would happen is that really Moshe would um, speak to Aaron. Aaron would then go sit to the left, and then the two children come in, and then Rebuta says, then Aaron would go and sit to the right of Moshe. He would get up from the left of Moshe, sit to the right of Moshe, and then uh, his son Elazar would sit to Moshe's left, and Yisamer would sit to Aaron's right. So Kaman Azlahaditanya. So like, who does the following brisa go? If you have three people who are traveling, you have the rabbi in the middle, and the, and the greater of the students is to the rabbi's right, and then the lesser of the students is to his left. So let's say that this is like Rabbi Yudah, not like the rabbis, because Rabbi Yudah is the one who said that Aharon would then get up and sit to Moshe's right, and Elazar would sit to his left, because according to the Tanakhama, Aharon, who is greater than, uh, than his children, would sit to Moshe's left. And here we're saying that the greater one is going to be to the rabbi's right. So then the Gemara says, no, afilutema rabbanon mishum Aharon. You can even say that, um, the rabbis would agree with this bright that says when you have a rabbi walking with the student, so the greater student would be to his right, the Chacham would also agree with that. Right? They just didn't want to make um, Aharon get up and, uh, you know, get up so that he could sit on the right of Moshe. So the Chacham say, look, since at the time that Moshe, that Aharon took his seat, there was nobody else in the room, so he's going to sit to Moshe's left out of respect for Moshe. Once already he's sitting, we're not going to tell him, look, now get up and sit at Moshe's right before you're chosen to sit down. They just say, look, just stay there. But if they were walking, so then Aharon would be on the right. Rabbi Preda, this is the famous story of Rabbi Preda, Rabbi Preda had a certain student, that this student, in order to learn, Rabbi Preda would have to teach him 400 times before he would get it. 
Yom Echad, one time, the Milsa, the mitzvah, they needed Reb Preda to go to, to help out for a certain mitzvah, and they were going to come back, and they were going to, and they were going to call Reb Preda whenever they needed him. And that student was there, and he was, now he's completely distracted. Tanalev Logomar, um, um, Rav Preda taught this student 400 times that day, and the student, um, nonetheless, did not learn. So Repreda said to the student, Maishna, he says, no, so, so what's different? How come, how come, uh, you didn't learn after 400 times today? So Amulay, Maishaita, the Amulay, the Amulach, the Amulay, the Mar, that from the time that they came in and said to you, Ika, Milsa, the mitzvah, that there's, um, you know, we have to go, you know, we're gonna need you for a mitzvah, I just couldn't concentrate. That, you know, every, you know, that, that, right, that, um, every, every minute I kept on thinking, like, maybe they're gonna come now and get you. Maybe they're gonna come now and get you. So, So, Repreda said, um, okay, just focus and I will teach you another 400 times. So, So, Repreda taught this student another 400 times so that he would learn. Nafkabas Kala, a voice came out from heaven, the Omar lay and said to Repreda, Nichalich, the Lisvulach Dalmea Shnei, do you want that I should add 400 years to your life? Or the Tizke At, Vidarach, Le Almad Ose, or do you want that you and your generation, um, should, um, uh, merit to the world to come? Omar, he said, the Nisku Anavidarai, the Almad Ose, he says, no, I want myself, and uh, all of my generations to be able to merit to the world to come. And God said, give a prayer both of these things. I guess another 400 years to his life as well as um, the world to come for him and all of his, I guess, future generations. That the Torah is only um, owned with um, uh, signs, if you make for yourself different signs and tricks in order to remember it. Shneemar is the positive says, Sima bifiem. They have to place the Torah in their mouths. Atikre Sima ela Simana. Don't read it. Place it, rather, it's signs. Simanim. Shama Rav Tachlifa Mimarava. Rav Tachlifa Mimarava learned this um, teaching. Azul Amr Lekamid Rabbi Abau. He went and he said it to Rabbi Abau. Omar and Rabbi Abau said, Atun Me'asam Asnisu. You learn it from there. Anon. We learn it out from the following pasuk. Where is this pasuk? Okay. So make for yourself these signs. So You have to make signs for Torah. How do we know that siyun davka means a sign? Dechsev, as the puzzle says, vira etzem adam, that you're going to see the bone of a, of a person, uvana etzel tziun, and you're going to make for it by a sign, so that people come and, and bury that bone properly. Rabbi Lazar, Amamehacha, says Rabbi Lazar from here, emr lachachma chosiat umoda lavina tikra, say to your, t- say to wisdom, you are my sister, and knowledge, uh, you, and you should call to, uh, understanding moda, make make ways to the Torah so that you will you will know it so you will remember it. Rava Amar Rav, said you should make specific times for Torah so that when people come people will know that they can come at this time. Make like Sadar. make say you know every day at nine o'clock in the morning we're going to study Torah so that people will come 
and, and study Torah. And that which we said that you have to make uh, signs in different ways to like remember things about Torah, that is what Avdimi Barchama what does the Pazik says? Loma that the Torah is not in the heavens. And it is not across the sea. It means Loba it isn't in the heavens. because if it were to be in the heavens, you would nonetheless have to go up to the heavens in order to get it. Right? So we're so lucky that the Torah isn't in the Shemaim, it's right in front of us. And we can get it, and you know it's available to us, because if it was in the heavens, we'd have to somehow figure out how to get up there. And if it was on the other side of the sea, well then we'd have to figure out how to get to the other side of the sea so that we could study Torah. Rava Amar said, Rava lo that it is not in the heavens. You will not find Torah in, in somebody who raises himself up like the heavens. And you won't find it in somebody who, who expands, who makes his head so wide. Uh, like the sea, okay? I guess that's not such a good thing. Rabbi Yochanan Amar said, Rabbi Yochanan, Lo it's not in the heavens, Lo Timtza Begase Ruach, you won't find it in haughty people, Flo Me'eva Layami, it's not on the other side of the river, Lo Timtza, Lo Besachronim, Lo Betagarim, you won't find it in all these like merchants who I guess aren't really studying so much Torah, they're more involved in like their business and running around from town to town or within their cities um, doing business. Uh, okay, I mean, I guess even if you're working and stuff, you should still uh, set aside time to study Torah. Chava, that was Daf Nundal of Masechta Erevin. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, cool stuff about, like, um, you know, s- uh, saying Torah when you speak it. There was an awesome Gemara of Chash Berosho Yasek B'Torah, Chash Begronu Chash Yasek B'Torah. But basically, in every predicament, you can always be studying Torah. And... Um, yeah, oh, the transmission of the Torah, how the Torah, Shabbat Peh, was transmitted from Moshe to Aaron, to his children, and the way that it was taught, and the significance of learning four times, and the student who needed 400 times, and is making signs to remember Torah. Lots of really, really geshmaka in Yonim over here, um, um, in Daf Nundalad. Cheva, I hope uh, you enjoyed it. I also hope that you get your game faces on, because it looks like Erevin is back tomorrow. So, Cheva, enjoy the rest of your day. Peace out.